Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people are already singing singing uh, Don Sweeney's praises and being like, "Yo, he's like nasty." I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it, people." So what? You forget all the crap that he's done in the past few years? Like you forget every like like do you have you forgotten? Like we have no fucking farm system because of that ass hat. Like, people are like, oh, my God, but Jake DeBrusque, like, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, one thing that was brought up was like, oh, he was right to have patience with Jake DeBrusque. Would you not give your left nut and Jake DeBrusque and, like, like you know, most of the Bruins, ro- uh, like, prospect system right now for goddamn Kyle Connor, Matthew Barzal? Like, like uh, are people just, like, freaking high? Like, I, like, I'm telling you, like, on LSD, heroin, something like that. I'm like, he also put us into salary cap hell for no fucking reason. I also had someone like earlier in my group test be like, oh, Nick Foligno here, he's having a big year. He's 3.8 mil to be a fucking fourth liner. I'm like, you could find guys for half that who is j- do- producing just as much as he is. For fuck's sakes. I mean, God damn it. God- and like what? It's like, oh, well, like, you know, he got Krejci to come back and stuff like that. Okay, he fired Cassidy and he rehired a new coach. That happens all the time across all sports because the metrics get stale. So, yeah, they hired a new coach. And guess what? He inherited... Bergeron, Marshan, Chara, Krejci, Rask. He inherited all those guys. And so what did he do this offseason? He added Zaka. Okay, decent player. He's fine. You know what I mean? He's good. He can play up and down the lineup. He has chemistry with Krejci and Pasternak. Great. But, like, I wouldn't call that, like, a, oh, my God, balls out move. Right? I think he's made maybe three good trades. And he's gotten very lucky that Krejci would come back for his money, that Martian and Bergeron would come back for that money. If anything... Marshan and Bergeron screwed themselves because they don't win a cup, then they screwed themselves when they could have gone elsewhere and maybe won a cup. So I mean, it's just it's just like, dude, what like and not to mention again, our farm system still fucking sucks. We're in salary cap hell right now for again, I think no reason. And it's yeah, all right, great. Allmark's having an all star season, that's wonderful. If this team's that great, then guess what? They could have gotten away with Vladar and Swayman in, in net if they were like that good. And if like you get rid of Allmark and you're like Oh, then the Bruins like wouldn't be that good. They probably wouldn't make the playoffs. So what? They're all just a goaltender right now. So they're just all all marks. So all marks difference between them and a historic season. Really, really, God, God. I mean, I love the Bruins and like yes, Hold on, Jimmy. I'm critical of them because I give a shit. Because I, I give a shit about that. I don't care about the Arizona Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes could sign sign a freaking pine cone. All right, like now now you've gone too far. Welcome back to the Boston no, Bee Potty. That is I'm Mr. Sorry, reality. Justin Ventola. We also have Jimmy Hot Take Shea and the Silent but Deadly Tyler Scales. I'm David Rodriguez. No, this is the Boston Bee Party. That, of course, was Justin ranting about Don Sweeney. Welcome back, guys. How are we doing tonight? Dave, it's Tuka. Sorry, Justin. That one's too good to not to waste. I got to do the cold open on that. <laughs> I, I, I am I am so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I just I went off. Yeah, I, was, I, I missed all that. It went I, was, off. I was I was, re- I was reading these tweets from uh from Jack Edwards' uh, burner account, so I missed everything he just said. So don't ask me to recap on this. Didn't realize this was part of the show. All right, let's I'm, do it. Yeah, I'm sorry. About 30 seconds into that rant, I realized that uh, Justin was gonna go off for four minutes. <laughs> sorry, Dave. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm very sorry. I apologize. No, that's got to be one of our best opens for sure. Oh, absolutely. All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, since we last talked, Boston Bruins went three and zero, beating the New York Rangers. We, I think, we were recording while this was pl- being played last week, three to one. They beat San Jose, who is anyway uh, four to nothing, and Montreal again, another kind of team, four to two. Although. 
Uh, you know, I think Montreal scored first, which is kind of a trend against the Bruins. Um, the win against Montreal uh, gave Boston 80 points on the season, making them the fastest to do so in NHL history. We were talking a little bit about this before the show. Uh, I think they're on pace, if I did my math right, for 139 points, which would beat the 76-77 Montreal Canadiens with 132 points for the best regular season overall. Um, records. Do we care about records, anybody? Fuck no. Hell no. We care about Stanley Cups over here. Yeah, me too. Do, do we actually, though? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm we want we want to care about them. We gotta was, have a couple. I mean, I mean, us as a fa- us as fans care about it. I don't think the ownership gives a shit. I don't think the GM really. Well, the GM might care now because his job's in jeopardy. But I really don't think the organization cares. They get they get playoff sales with what they made the playoffs. They get playoff sales. That's all I give a shit about. That's all I care. That's all I care about. It's dollar. It's bottom dollar there. They don't care. No, they haven't cared for a while. It, the Jacobs family uh, likes to pretend like they care uh, for a long time. I know they they spent to the cap or whatever. Um, they just have had some. You, you just there's been too many years that it seems like it's just they don't care. Like Jimmy says, they only care about the the playoff gate. Um, Justin, care about any records? You're awful quiet all of a sudden. Oh yeah, sorry, Dave. Yeah, no, I was actually uh, just responding to uh, that same group of people who I was I was discussing who used Stellar and Felino in the same sentence, and oh so God. I was just are you, like, "Are you texting yeah. with third graders?" Yeah, I, you know, I sometimes, man. I gotta be honest with you, Dave. I wonder. And uh, but going back to your regu- to your first point is, and I think we can all agree here. I didn't know that if you have like a historic regular season, you just get the Stanley Cup. Like the playoffs don't happen. You just get the Stanley Cup at the end of the season. You know, I didn't realize that was a thing. So that's awesome. But obviously it's not a thing, hence my sarcasm. And um, it's like, but that's how us Bruins fans act. And listen, I, I, I do love the Bruins. I really do. But again, Mr. Reality over here, like, you know, they could have the best. They could have like zero losses right now. Wonderful, awesome, historic, good for them. Good pat on the back. Love it. Um the cup is what matters, and this means nothing. Just like uh, in Moneyball, I don't know if you, if anyone here is like, yeah, I've seen Moneyball. Great movie, nice story, um, but but uh, they lost. Ruined baseball. baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Billy Bean, he had he, he like I don't know if he actually said this, but uh, you know, Brad Pitt said in the movie, and it was a great point. He was like, it doesn't matter if we don't win the final game of the year. It doesn't matter, and it's and he's right. Like it's wonderful. Like like it's great. They had a historic season, but guess what? They don't win the cup. I'm sorry. This is gonna kind of fizzle in the memory, and it should. That'll be the only thing that really. It'll only be ink on a, on paper. Yep. That's it. And even ESPN yeah, has like a Bruins tracker right now, which is yeah, also kind of like bad pathetic. memories they lose. They really kind of lose. Bad memories. Is that a good ones? Yep. Winter Classic. Historic season don't matter if you win a cup. Nope, absolutely not. Tyler, what would you do? Uh, would you rest some of the star players down the stretch? And if so, how would you go about doing that? I'd rest probably a couple. Just, uh, you know what? I would just say injury during practice, kind of rest, rest for a couple of days, kind of trick the, uh, the uh, fans and the media a little bit, a little bit of an injury. 
bring up some fourth line players or scratch players to play some games, especially against like bad teams. We're in a, we're in a position right now that we are like comfortable enough to like not worry about uh, the rankings. I think we've already made the playoffs. It's very obvious. So I, I'd rest some of our players for like, only for a little bit. Just pretend they got a fake injury. Don't make it obvious. Don't make it suspicious. I mean, I I think you could get away with just flat out saying you were resting a guy here or there. Um, if I mean, if you wanted yeah, sure. to rest him for a couple nights and get some salary cap relief, yeah, I guess you put him, you give him an injury tag or something. Well, you would have to put him on IR. Um, but I I kind of if agree. They want it, though. I kind of agree with resting a couple of the big guys against uh, let you know the lesser teams of the league. You do play uh, Detroit, I, although I didn't double check their stats. But uh, oh crap, I forget. Oh, you're gonna be pl- playing Vancouver again. You'll play Montreal again at the end of the year. They're not exactly gangbuster teams, so you could rest a couple players there. Jimmy, thoughts about resting guys down the stretch? Oh, man. Um, you don't want him to I'm get not, rusty like the Tin Man? No, I'm not going to be contradictory. Um, I'm going to say no because I hate I hate the whole uh, modern culture of sports nowadays where it's um, load management. I can't stand that shit. You know, I hate people, the term. People, people, people literally buy tickets. The tickets don't go down when Bershon and Martian don't play. Still the same price. People pay full price for these tickets. They go out there to see the star players. And they don't see the star players. So, do you want to win a cup? Yes, you should rest the players. But I'm not going to go out and say, yes, you should rest them because I think it's stupid. Because back in the day, when, you know, go back 10 years ago, you rest the players like the last two to three games of the season on and off. Like, miss it. Like, Bershaw would take one day of the last three off. Like, it wasn't like halfway through the season, you start taking days off. And I think that to me is a bad principle to start. Hockey doesn't do it a lot. It's a lot in the other sports. But um, I don't want to set that precedent, precedent here in um, in hockey. Uh, even with the Bruins' pretty hefty schedule uh, with back-to-backs, they, I believe they have seven total left in the season, including five through March and April. So if that's the case, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather them not say. I'd rather them just not say they're resting. I'd rather say there's an injury. I'd rather say just lie to me. Say there's an injury because from a fan's that, perspective, yeah, it, it's it's just to me it's it's a soft it's a soft mentality. And this team is soft, so it wouldn't surprise me if they start resting players. And Bergeron's gonna come up with a groin injury again because he does it every single year. And um, softest groin in the NHL. He does. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, it's like a baby's ass. Yep, and then I mean, I mean, Allmark's good is due for some regression because he's not he's not this good. Swayman's starting to play better, so if Allmark starts to kind of go in the shitter, I'm not really worried about it. But um, yeah, I'd, I don't know. This team is not as good as people think they are right now. They've been insanely hot. The problem is, is that water always finds its level, so you better hope they cool off before the. Um, end of the season because then we're in for a rude awakening in the round one because we will not win round one. I will tell you right now, if we're if we're winning if we're playing this hot coming to the playoffs, I'm picking against them every single round. Gonna lose a lot of money if they make a couple of rounds, Jimmy. <laughs> mm-hmm. At some point I you mean, might I, want to change that strategy. <laughs> I mean that, that strategy though has worked for no, years. No, I know. I'm joking. I mean it's because like, you know, a, a comparable uh thing was the um 
New York Yankees this year. You know, they got hot, hot, hot for the first three quarters of the season. I turned to my buddy who's a Yankees fan when we were at work. I said, you better hope you start losing some games. Like, not enough to, like, risk playoff seeding, but, like, lose, like, you know, 14 of 20, lose uh, 21 of 30. Like, go on a little bit of a losing streak where you have to play some competitive baseball. I just wanted to play some competitive uh, hockey down the stretch because what's going to end up happening is they're going to face a team like the Columbus Blue Jacks from a couple years ago, and and they're going to punch them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I keep thinking of and reminding people when I'm talking is, you know, they're not going to play any actual meaningful games. So, Justin, what are your thoughts about resting players? Uh, quite frankly, Dave, I think it's kind of arbitrary, if, if I'm totally honest. I mean, you can rest guys, but, I, you know, I, I'm still in that area where I, I don't trust the age of the of your core guys, right? So Bergeron, Marshan, and Krejci. I don't trust their age. And it's like, great, they can have great regular seasons, but as we all know, like in the playoffs, when intensity, physicality, speed, skill, like the whole lot of it gets like ramped up. And it's like, you know, that's why like people who aren't hockey fans love will probably tell you they love playoff hockey though um, because it's such an intense game. And like you're playing games every every other night, you know what I mean? It's like no rest between rounds until you, unless like you know, obviously like you sweep a team and your other potential matchup takes a while, whatever, um, until the Stanley Cup, you know, finals. So like that's it's a grind, and those guys have played a lot of hockey, and I think people severely underestimate because of the regular season. They severely underestimate how age can factor in, and I feel like. Like those guys, like as and honestly, as they go deep into the playoffs, will become more and more exposed because they either get hurt early on, or they'll get gassed early on, and they won't be able to keep up with the young speed guys, or you know, keeping you know, keep up with the physicality of the game. And you know, as soon as those guys shut down, it's like that's it, right? So I think even if you rest guys at this point, it's not going to make a whole lot of difference going on to the playoffs. Because age, unfortunately, is something that no one can combat. Um, and the only reason why Tom Brady can is because he plays the quarterback position. Yeah, quarterbacks get sacked or whatever, but it's not hockey. And then or like being an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. Probably the most protected sports figure. Yeah, uh, outside of baseball uh, guys sports and position, guys. I mean, not figure. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, exactly. The position, like, not, you know, not it, just him. In the NBA, you cough on a guy and you get a foul. Like, you know what I mean? So that that's... Yeah, basketball doesn't exactly excite me. But we can always talk about the Celtics if you guys want. Maybe you'll teach me a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> like the best way to bet. <clears throat> how, Justin, how far in this playoffs realistically do you think this team will go? So, honestly, Dave, I, I, I will say that like I, I, could, tol- I could see them – maybe getting to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, but I think their absolute ceiling in the playoffs is probably the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but, you know, I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if if they do go to the Stanley Cup Finals, but again, lose. Um, only because, like, no one in the past few years, I think we can all kind of agree that there were teams that, like, you know, in the East that you would say, okay, I'm scared of them. Like, I want to avoid them in the playoffs. I, I don't want to face them. Like, Washington, 
Tampa. Last year it was Carolina. Of course, we drew them first. Um, they're teams that you really want to avoid. And, like, in the East, I don't see any – there's no team right now that kind of scares me that much. But, again, I just think because of the Bruins' – the, the the age of their core guys, they won't get super far. So I feel like their ceiling right now is the Eastern Conference Finals. So people keep saying the age, and you know, I, I've said it too, which made me actually look at this the other day. I was I trying to find it. It's why I was kind of – I was listening, but I wasn't really listening. But the Bruins aren't as old as people think they are. They're only the, they're the ninth oldest team in the league. I mean, they play like – Wow, really? That's the crazy. Ninth, I mean, you have the Penguins and Capitals tied one and two at average age of 29.6. Lightning are third at 29.3. St. Louis is 28.6. Calgary is 28.5. Islanders are 28.2, tied with the Maple Leafs. And the Sharks are point one year older. They're 28.1. Bruins are even 28 years old on average. And if you look at the oldest. And if you look at the oldest teams to ever win the Stanley Cup, they wouldn't even be in the top 10 for oldest teams to ever win the Cup. Um, trying to look at a lo- uh, recent team to win it at this age. Uh, the 07 08 Red Wings did it at 29. I was going to say Detroit Red Wings. That that's, that's one the, I think one of the last oldest teams that. Yeah, 29. They're, they're, they're the, uh, so the Red Wings in 01 02 are the oldest, at th- just over 30, about 30 and a half average age. Um, and that's because uh, Brett Hall pulled their uh, age way up there. Then the 07 08 uh, Red Wings with Nick Lindstrom at uh, 37. Red Wings again. <laughs> they have the top three spots, actually. So they, they can play. They had some old teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, other than that, the, oh, the only other one from this millennium is the uh, eighth ranked is the Hurricanes uh, when they won in 04. Oh, uh, excuse me, oh, 506. No, oh, 506. Yeah. Because there was a uh, lockdown during that time. Yeah, and they were uh, 28, 28 years, five months, six days uh, old. I don't – Oh, no. It, 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 that's, a super, it, that's a super valid point, Jimmy, and, and I totally agree with that. Um, they're definitely not the oldest team right now, but I think – for me, I think age factors into two key positions, and I think it's also about the position – like, so, for example, so – I think for me, it's the fact that it's Bergeron and Krejci, your top center and your second line center. Those are like like the center position is so key. I think it's the fact that those positions they're very old at. And conversely, though, conversely, I will say this: I found that from my research that defensive cores right have an older average age of doing well in the playoffs. So my point being is that you want your defenseman to be a little bit more older, more experienced, and more matured, and your forwards, your top forwards, like you know, your top centers, um, in particular, need to be younger. You know what I mean? And I feel like that if team's the, the opposite ages, of that right now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so I feel like if the ages were reversed, I feel like I'd say, okay, you have something. But it's where our centers are very old, and our defense is. Still pretty young, like McAvoy's still pretty young. I mean, Grizzlick's like, yeah, but he's a tiny ass guy. We 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 don't like him anyways. Um, <laughs> Forward's fine, like, but I don't think he's like yeah. Lindholm's like twenty eight, twenty nine, whatever. McAvoy's twenty five, so you need a little bit, you know, older guys. Carlos still only twenty six, twenty seven, so you need older guys on your defense, which in a way I guess makes sense, right? Because experience or whatever, um, and maybe Jerb. I mean, maybe I don't know size, I guess, but yeah, but um, mo- most. Most of the, the Bruins defensemen have the 
playoff experience, except for maybe Carlo. Right. <laughs> no, he's a, yeah. Dude's always oh, fucking I, saw, I just laughed because it's Carlo. The, the dude didn't make <laughs> like, it to the playoffs what, his first three years. First three years, there. yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, dumb luck or, or just injury prone, whichever way you want to look at it. Well, so like I, I'm, I'm looking at the teams that are older than them that, you know, because you say the top two centers are over the Bruins. So I'm trying to look at the other teams right now. And the only other ones that really, to me, the only one that's a little comparable is the uh, Penguins with Malkin and Crosby. I know it's not two centers, but it's their top two uh, offensive players are both up there in age. Um, you know, obviously Ovechkin, but Ovechkin's still playing like he's 31. He, he's he, he's freaking he's the Tom Brady of hockey right now. It's insane the way he's playing. Well, actually, Tom Brady hockey is Yarmir Yager, and no one's gonna no one's gonna talk me off oh, that dude, one. He gets most of his points on the power play. It does. Who Yager? No, uh, uh... Ovechkin right now. I mean, he's still phenomenal. Still <laughs> phenomenal player. Still phenomenal player. Yeah, and, and like, how many does a guy like that have? Just one? Same really? as Bergeron. Yeah, it, dude, and I'll say the same thing. Like, that's why I'm just like, well, yeah, Bergeron. I would rather top, have really? Ovechkin than Bergeron. Not, maybe not now. Well, actually, no, because at least he's going to be healthy. He's still playoffs. scoring. Yeah. 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 And Jimmy, my my thing about the ages is along the lines of Justin. It's you, what, three out of your top four scores are on on that older end category. Okay, yeah. So the youngest those, being Pasternak, who is okay. obviously just their their lucky unicorn. Okay, so I, right, so I I pull, I, pull, I, 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 pull, I, pull, <laughs> I pull I pulled I pull, I pulled up. Dan Heinen scored tonight, by the way. Damn straight, he did. <laughs> I can't, I can't um, believe I'm going to say this day, but I would rather have Dan Hyde than Dave. I told you. You guys, you guys mocked me for seasons. You're fucking insane if you really believe that. Uh, no, I, I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. You're stupid. No, I, I, hate, I, hate, I hate Jake DeBrusque. No, he's, he, he's, a, he's a better player, but I still hate that, him. That, that, would be like, that would be like me saying I would rather have Jake – I'd rather have Lozon back than McAvoy. That's the same take that right there. And I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> 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 All right, Jimmy. Um... So I, I was looking at the other old, the other old teams, and so you look at the Lightning. The only other two real contenders is Lightning and the Maple Leafs. Now, mind you, you can say what you want about the Maple Leafs, but they're a very good team. So I'm looking at them as actual contenders still. Uh, the Lightning have Braden Point. Obviously, we'll watch them tonight. Um, I'm not because I'm not there, but um, Braden, Braden Point um, is you know the young the young center, but then you have Stamkos, the number two center, not not very young anymore. Kucherov, you're probably your third your third scorer there, not very young anymore. And your top defenseman is Victor Hedman, again, not very young anymore. How old are um, the last two? Stamkos, let me see. No, um, Kucherov and Hedman. So, all right, so uh, give me a second, I gotta go back now. Sorry. <laughs> No, I clicked on Stamkos. Uh, I, I know he's up in his 30s, right? 35-ish? Yeah, Kudrov's 29, so I guess he's, okay. he's a little younger than we thought. But still, I mean, he's had, he's had a lot of injuries that have helped him out for a season, stuff like that, where I love when they, <laughs> when they screwed around that, that rule. That was so great. He's had a lot of, uh, wait, wait, a lot wait, wait, of salary Jimmy, cap Jimmy. issues, Jimmy. And Head, Headman, is, uh, Headman is 32. Okay. But, Jimmy, can you tell me – can you please list the other teams that were older than the Bruins? The average age was older than the Bruins for me, like like this year. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. Can you just, uh, can the you Penguins. Them? Yeah, Penguins and Capitals yep. are tied for first. Yep. Lightning are number three. Yeah. Which, which are one yep. on the Lightning. Uh, St. Louis, 
Calgary, yep. Islanders, yep. Toronto, San, uh, San Jose, and then Bruins. All out of all those teams that you just mentioned, there's two contenders. There's two contenders. It's the Lightning and the Maple Leafs, which are just one of the Lightning. In the in the Maple nope, Leafs, no, no, I, I would actually disagree with that. The, I, I don't feel like the Lightning is contenders. I think I it's mean, the Maple Leafs went, and the Bruins. Well, Maple the Leafs thing, and Bruins are the only two teams out of the, that entire out of that entirety. That's what I'm saying. Like the older the average age of a team, the less likely it is for them to win a cup. See, it's hard. I mean, and, they're still contender. Are they going to win? Probably not. But when you've won three cups in the last four years and you've been in the Stanley Cup final the last four years, it's kind of hard for me to say you're not a contender when you still have the same players that are still producing. Well, listen. If you're talking about um, if you're talking about the Lightning dude, like like oh, I, I hear what you're dead. saying. And, uh, he's really? yeah, he's he's getting off the ice right now. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, he's going down. Wow. That sounded so long. I'm so sorry, everybody. So soft, <laughs> so soft dude. <laughs> I just looked down and he was curled up in the fetal position. Oh, yeah. I uh, no, no, Jimmy, this is I why I don't do play by play. By the way, guys. <laughs> All right, let me I can do it though. I want, I want Put to me on the mic and I'll, I'll, I'll kill it. I want to see, I want to see if Jack Edwards. Edwards. Tyler, I, I don't doubt that you would kill it on play by play. Better than Jack Edwards. Oh, I think I could repeat that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh, damn it, Tyler. This what are your thoughts team. about how far this team can go in the playoffs? Now, if I'm gonna be honest, like I have that. I actually really want them to win this year because they look so good, and they might be Bergeron and Marchands last year. I have a feeling this team's gonna get knocked off in the first, second round. I that's that is my most feelings. That I have the most. I have so much hope in them winning it this year. They actually look really good, and I have a lot of hope for them to win. But they always just they make me lose that hope as soon as they lose. They always do it. They did it like two years oh. ago. Kucherov just scored. Yeah. Oh, damn. Speaking no, of, no, please, speaking please of that not-so-old bastard. <laughs> please keep going, Tyler. Okay. Um, so you guys are talking about age, so... And defensive core, too. I think with age, like, here and now, and, like, this decade, and last decade, too, no old team has really won the Cup. They've always had been, like, younger players. Like, back when, like, Crosby won, he was a little younger when he won it. Um... And like even like like even when they're like in like their mid phase and like their prime, that's when they then usually win. When they're older or like really young, they don't really win the cup. Yeah, uh, I think that was kind of Jimmy's point though, is that they're not really. It's more just a couple of guys who are on the older for the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. Their their age brought up because of because of uh, two players, and that's Matt Marshawn Bergeron. Really, is what it is. Yeah. Who else on this team is really um, a little crazy? Oh yeah, you're right. No, 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 I was gonna say Krejci, Bergeron, Marshall, but again, those are your top three, like, like you know, most important positions. Felino, Felino's the like, one like, who's driving who, the who, age up, by the way, probably. Well, well, it, well it's it's like who gives a shit about a fucking fourth line guy? Like, like whatever. <laughs> like, you could be like 85, yeah, right? fine, <laughs> fuck it. Like, who, who gives a shit? You know what I mean, like, it, it's it's but it's your, your key guys. Um, also, side note, guys, I think uh, McAvoy probably went to percussion. Uh, per- concussion. Yeah, but- no. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw you that. You don't think so? No. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, because he, he went down and he skated <laughs> right into the side. Maybe it's shoulder? It's his shoulder. It's, uh, it's oh. on Twitter. I can, I can send it to you guys. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Um, also with defensive core. It might, um, might, be, might, be a, might be a collarbone. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. 
Um, so thinking about defensive cores, um, I've noticed that although the younger players that are like in this league right now, they tend to play like over 25 minutes. In the playoffs, I think that the younger defensive defensive core now is like can actually like produce a lot of points and do a lot of stuff for the team in the playoffs. Uh, Kale McCarr has the most minutes per game in this season. He also won the Conn Smythe last year too. So I think younger guys are starting to like really step up their game during the playoffs. Well, you know what, Tyler? That's an interesting point because I think I think what what helps too, um, particularly in decors, right, is that um, like Cam McCarr is how old is he? He's like what 26, 27? I think right around there, yeah. Twenty four. Yeah, right around there. But, but who's he playing with? Does he twenty four? Even even younger. So yeah, so he's a young guy. For first of all, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Uh, but also, what yeah, he won the Calder Tyler, and Con Smythe last year, by the way. Called it and yeah, and Stanley Cup, and and, and Stanley the Cup. Cup. I think he's like one of the, one of the few defense. He was a rookie last players. year. No, I thought it, no, I no, no. He's I was, I was like, he didn't. No, no, he's no, won the Cup. Nah, I was wrong. I was wrong. Was, okay, but he's wrong. But he did with the he did with the Calder. He did win the Calder's not yeah. last year. I was gonna say James Norris. He won last year. Yeah, because I was gonna say yes. That's what it is. That's what it is. Norris. I've never heard anybody call it the James Norris before. I've never heard of him. That was great. I'm sorry. Er, er, everybody always refers to it as the Norris Trophy. Yes! It's, some, it's something that, uh, you know, McFoy will never uh, never get. Not if he keeps breaking his collarbone. Yeah, I saw that, right? Saw the hit. I, sh- I shared my screen. You guys didn't see it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't see it. Hold on. Let me get on the screen. Where was the score? Pavel Zaka. Great dish. There you go. Tied up 2-2. Okay. So, you guys... See it. Jimmy, can you put the you game? Oh, you can't put the game on. No. Let's say, can I watch it in your background? <laughs> <laughs> it was my. If what, I had my that, what is that on your background anyway? My, oh, uh, I was watching. Oh God, it sounds so bad when I say it out loud. So, I watch a lot of um, male activists um, stuff, and I, you know, watch. I fall asleep watching these guys interview. Uh, you know girls who are feminists that don't want equality. They just want to be better than men. So I, I was watching a lot of that stuff last night, and that's just – it's still on from last night. It's just frozen on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> it's it's on no, it's uh, – I'm not going to get into that here. But Yeah, yeah, don't. This is awkward now. Hey, uh, hey, guys, can, 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 I, can I ask you something? Well, yeah. Guys, as a group, please <laughs> – Fuck you, Jimmy. Nah, nah. <laughs> Love you, Jimmy. Um, so this is this is a defense I just got about Nick Foligno and being stellar. He does more than his job. He allows skilled guys better opportunities and matchup. Oh, can I go first with this? That's it. That's the best they could come up with. That 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 that's literally it. That's well, they're not they're not wrong. They're not wrong with that statement. Because By the way, did you see that stuff true. he said like, in one of the games in Philadelphia? That was so funny. But for, my response to that is tell Sutton to start watching more hockey. <laughs> so, 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 what is it? was so funny, though. Well, what was that in Philadelphia? Hey, he was talking shit to the referee. Yeah, he was doing the Philly game. Yeah, it was great. He's like, that's not a fucking call or something like that. That was great. 
Oh yeah. Oh, okay, Felino, where? Oh, oh. So you yes. want me to fucking beat his ass or something? Oh, I think he said. Here's his quote. So you tell me I should just go fucking pound his face in? Yes. <laughs> you can say what? What a freaking that's, that's a legend thing. <laughs> that is pretty boss. But 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 guys, can, can I ask what like what what like how does he allow skilled guys better opportunities in matchups? This this next tweet though, underneath that. Sorry, going Nick Foligno goes. Nick Foligno should be the captain of the Bruins when per- when Bergeron retires at the end of the year. Oh my god! <laughs> so oh my god! Justin would lose his freaking mind. <laughs> lose my mind, dude. Lose Just- my mind. I would like put my head, head down. Justin, you want to run the B part? You want to run the Boston B party Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that'd be good for the account, Dave. Uh, <laughs> be a part of. I'll take it, Dave. If you don't want it, listen. Bad press is still press. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll take it if you don't want it. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at it. I suck at Twitter. But uh, can you guys can you guys please explain to me like like how he does that? Am I missing something? I mean, I guess how I'm many sorry. minutes is he playing? Is is it because he can play 12, 13 minutes a night? Is that what? Wait, he plays. He's a, he's a fourth liner. Right. So what's he playing? Nine minutes a night. So like like but yeah probably like maybe ten twelve. Where is he? So I mean it, it gives them. What is, what is going on? Oh, McAvoy's back out there, Jimmy. You dickhead. I didn't say anything. I just said it, it might be a it might be a broken collarbone. That's all I said. <laughs> yeah, go suck on your headphones, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is Jack Edwards talking about right now? What is he? What is, like? I don't know. I can't I'm, hear him. I'm, I'm, he's trending on Twitter, so I clicked on his name, which is really funny. Oh, it's, Man, is it because what, what he apologized? No, 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 because it's like this is like 10 minutes ago. If Jack Edwards mentions the tilt a whirl one more time, I swear <laughs> to fuck, whatever. Um, what kind of carnivals is Jack Edwards going to? Uh, wh- what is he talking about? There's a hockey game going on. Uh, you know how he, he fucking just works shit in there. Oh, and then, uh, he spit on and live then, broadcast? And, Jesus. And, and, then, and then Donnie Brooks uh, chimes in. <clears throat> not saying anything, but I'm saying something. Not saying anything, just saying. Yeah, Donnie Brooks, sixty-three. Just saying, good follow. <laughs> I hear he called. I hear. I hear. Uh, I hear he used to call a really good game at one point. <laughs> All right. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't find his time on ice. But he, pr- probably around like the eleven-minute mark, you would think. Who's that? Felino. But please. Please, someone tell me what how he makes like. Oh God, what was the damn quote? Jesus Christ, how he makes skilled guys better opportunities and matchups. I, I guess the saying because you can put him out against in certain situations against the other team's better defenders. I don't know. I mean, that would be anybody you could do that with, right? Well, I just, I'm just like. He's averaging uh twelve forty or twelve fourteen. And that is for people who play um for people who play the majority of the games, that puts him uh let's see, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth. He's ninth from the bottom, so he's in the top half. Yeah. He's got a, so yeah. there's ten, so there's ten, there's ten players above him. So he's the he's he is the eleventh fourth minutes. 
I mean, the people people below him are like, um, you know, Trent Frederick, Matt Grizzlick, Connor Clifton, Brandon Carlo, AJ Greer, like Craig Smith, who I didn't know was still on this team. I'm not, I, I'm just, I forgot I'm not, he was I'm, on the team too. I'm not gonna lie. Wait, he gets more time than them? Yes. No way. Brandon Carlo averages like like 18 minutes a night. Oh, sorry. Why is it not? Why is it not sorry about Tom Ice? That's so stupid. Um, he. Uh, that's no way. They're defensemen. They automatically get more time than the. Sorry, he is. Um, he's fourth because I'm counting. So AJ Greer gets nine minutes a game. Craig Smith gets ten. Uh, Frederick gets eleven forty-five, and then Foligno gets um, twelve fourteen. Oh, so he's just above those guys. He's above Frederick, uh, Smith, and Greer. So what's I'm, so I'm, 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 right. I'm not counting. I'm not counting. I don't um, understand. Uh, and right. Um, well, you can't because they play like what two games. Yeah, uh, Lauko played seven. Kapanainen played. Uh, Chris Wagner four. who played one. Uh, Chris Wagner actually gets more time on ice. Yep. He played one game. He has more time on ice. Um, That's Jack saying Sabiga something in Jimmy's book right there. Yeah, he gets more time on ice. Jack Sabiga gets the least amount of time on the ice. He gets eight oh one. He played Jesus. one game because he sucks. I forgot he was even on the team. So, well, he must be down in Providence, right? He's not even on the team anymore. He's in Vancouver. Is he really? Oh, we traded him. I think he's he in is. Vancouver. Who did we get for Vancouver? Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't. He fuck? scores. Uh, he's he's got three goals in Vancouver. So he has. So. Wow. In twenty twenty three, he has he has four goals, two assists. He's a minus seven though. Great, as you guys said. Yeah, it's a great uh, top um. Wow, we suck at this. We're supposed to be a hockey podcast. He's, yeah, I didn't know he got traded. When did he get traded? That's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at right now. On Twitter. Their pictures on the NHL website are terrible, by the way, for Vancouver. It's only their whole body. Back in October the 28th. So well, we wouldn't do a podcast. Next Bruins make a trade. What do we get? A play to be named later. 10 out of 10 research. <laughs> Oh god. All right. All right, so we got um goalie Michael <coughs> DiPietro and defenseman Jonathan Myrenberg. That's what we got. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. Anyway, what, what, what what is this? All right, that's a hell of a trade. Wait, that was it. Wait. Goldton is this yeah. a real time trade, guys? No, no this like, was uh, this was in October, right before <laughs> Halloween. Yes. None of us noticed. Uh, Forgot all about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nope, I'm so sad. Be trade. <laughs> I, I noticed it. I noticed it. So Tyler, what's your biggest upgrade need for the trade deadline? What do you want to get before that happens? Uh, I'd say boys needs more defensemen. You just got to take out one of those smaller decors and just get a, a bigger guy, yes. and maybe even an older guy too. One who's experienced and will like stand up for teammates. Do you think you can get anybody for Carlos? There's a lot of Strano? offensive defensemen. You want offensive? Nope. Did you maybe. say? Maybe. 
not offensive, but maybe we get like a second round draft pick. That could be likely. Or maybe even a third round draft pick. Oh, for Kylo? They're willing to accept him for that. Yeah. That's that's can can we hide his injury history? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be wrong. Sorry. Any big any names you can think of that you would like to bring in? Tyler? Honestly, no, because this team is literally I don't think this team offensively needs anybody. I think we need a little bit of better defense. We'd right. be good. But I don't think people are gonna I don't think any of the teams are gonna accept any like any defenseman for the trade. They better offer though. <laughs> but I don't think they will. What about you, Justin? Biggest upgrade? I mean, honestly, Dave, uh, I mean, I guess they're going for it, right? So um, I I do agree with Tyler. I think, if anything, the defense needs an upgrade. I don't trust Brandon Collar worth a damn, um, particularly in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I don't think he's that great at all. And you're still having Mac Rizek play top four minutes, which is a bad sign, especially in the playoffs. So if they're going for it, they're – Greatest need right now, and you can never have too many of them in the in the playoffs. Is a big burly defenseman. I think recently they've been tied to what was his name, uh, Luke Shen. Yep. Um, that would be an interesting. That would be a cheap deal for a right shot guy. Granted, but he leads the league in hits, and he would be useful in the playoffs. Uh, he'd definitely be better than Brandon Carlos, but that way. Um, so I guess you go for him. Um, but yeah, I mean the only other name that I've heard them kind of like linked to is um I, and i don't know how what what the blackhawks would be asking for but uh, is patrick kane patrick kane and then bo horvat also from the canucks but the issue is is bo horvat even though i would love him he would cost you an arm and a leg and they i don't think can't. i don't think he's gonna cost as much as you think he is justin we went over this last time no, I think so, dude. He's having a good year. He's at a good age. He's a sentiment. He's a top six guy. He's, like, no, no, no. Those guys don't come cheap. Don't don't come cheap anymore. He's gonna cost you really first round and probably a player off the roster or at least two draft right. picks. Oh, I, I mean, at the very least. And like, if you're the Bruins, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Like, you need your picks. Um. So this is. Well, I mean, not if you can win a cup this year. I'm sorry. You sacrifice the future for the cup. I'm sorry. You do. Um. You know, the Montreal Canadiens have cups to spare. Um, because you have so many of them, we don't. We have six or seven, six, six, six. Uh, so I'm reading this thing on uh, that was re- uh, article that was released yesterday. Um, and it says that Bo Horvat to the Bruins, um, for a first, uh, Lysel and Carlo would get it done, but um, where does it say it? Um, there's no guarantee that the Bruins be willing to trade Carlo. Because it would create a big hole on the right side right before the playoffs. I'm like, he's going to get hurt anyways. They might as well do it. Get something for him. <laughs> May as well be proactive about it and get another defenseman yeah. in or something. <laughs> they want, yeah, exactly. If they, want, if they want Carlo, I mean, honestly, I if we get Bo, if we get Bo Horvat, I'm okay putting uh, the Sarge out there. I'm, I'm okay putting Mike Riley back out there. Oh, my God. I forgot uh, he was on the team. I forgot he was. I thought he got put on waivers. He did. A couple times. Back, he's in Providence. I would maybe do that deal if they threw in Luke Shen. Because then, okay, you're losing Carlo, but you're getting Luke Shen back. He has to give up, he has, like, right. he has to give up a second two then, probably. I mean, I, is Luke Shen, like, what, a second-round pick worthy? 
Isn't no. <laughs> I hear water, oh, so I'm right. taking a shower. <laughs> Doing dishes again. Uh, I was just texting that. I was like, you hear the water too? <laughs> See, Luke Chen, 6'2", 226 pounds. Time on ice, 17 minutes. He's 33 years old, so no, he's not second round. Exactly, exactly. You know, he's got 14 points on the year. He's a plus 5, 55 no, shots. No, I, I get that, but and that was last point. week. So. No, no, but if they're, but if they're gonna give you Bo Horvat for Grand Carlo and Lysel in a first, you're gonna have to give him a second for Luke Chen. He's not worth it, but if they're gonna give you a uh, a pay cut to get Bo Horvat, you're gonna have to pay a little extra to get Chen. Am I, I mean, am I wrong there? No, I mean I know I I, I don't think you even want to give an extra prospect, right? Maybe a, like a, a defensive prospect who is gonna be maybe like a bottom pair guy. Just say they're based, you know you know. I, I, you know, we can send him a, a goalie named something and uh, another defenseman named like Meisberger or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the two guys we just got for Stugnika. That... Exactly. Send him right back. Uh. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? My, my Twitter's blown up, man. I'm getting a lot of follows all of a sudden. What did I do? I don't know. Maybe... Oh, Jack. <laughs> Jack Edwards Burner account follow me back. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Isn't he doing the game right now? Uh, I mean when, when did this happen? I don't know when this happened. I, I didn't get the notification for it, so it could have been a while ago. I may have tweeted at him. What did I what did I like one of his things? Why did he follow me? I didn't Oh I followed him, I think. That's why. Uh so he followed he me had, right he, back. And he only has a couple followers, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I bet his oh his followers didn't really jump up though. I don't know. I, I I'm this, back. This, 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 I didn't know you left, man. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. He's I'm, he's silent but deadly. I haven't even looking at the screen with you guys. I've been like on Twitter and researching, um, like stats. Off my next take every single uh, every single time. So, all right, um, Jimmy, biggest trade upgrade for the trade deadline. I know it's still, still a couple weeks away. And thoughts at this time? Um, anybody you bring in I, for sure? I I think Kane's gonna take more than more uh, to get than Horvat. So I lean Horvat there. Uh, I think he. I mean, we don't really don't need him, but. Uh, our scoring always disappears in the playoffs. So it'd be, <laughs> it'd be nice to get another scorer in here. But would uh, Bo yeah. Horvat do anything in, in the playoffs? So that's the real question. Would he do anything? I don't I think mean, he's ever been in the playoffs once. Right. I so think he has. Oh, uh, yeah. I was, yeah, he has. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I can't really look at I hate saying, like, I would make a, would make a deal. Because your team is this this good. Um, in saying that, though, it's a bad message to your team if you don't make a move. So you have to make a move, even if it's a minor minor move. I just don't see anybody out there besides like Luke Chen, excuse me, Luke Chen, um, that would um, actually make a difference on this team. I, I don't know. Yeah. So Bullhovert has gone has been in the playoffs twice. In his last run, he had twelve points. 
He did pretty decent. Jimmy would like to say and, that's and, and, more points than uh, Bergeron's ever had in the playoffs. Nope. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not what I was going to say. I saw um, this gif that uh, a certain person's uh, burner put out, and I'm trying not to laugh right into the freaking microphone. <laughs> Justin, you were about to say something. <laughs> uh hold please. I'm so sorry, guys. Jimmy, you might not be the right guy for Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to change the actual uh, email address so they don't come after me. (laughs) Jimmy, make sure you get the picture. I'm sorry. I'm going to send you guys what I'm looking at right now. This is so great. Is this this supposed to be Pat Maroon? I just texted you guys. This is, I mean, this is great. This is good for a podcast. Oh, yes. Look at this, guys. Look yeah, at this. Look at this. Great job. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving over to the Pats and maybe some NFL guys. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, let's go, cool, baby. All right. Uh, Pats hired uh, Bill O'Brien this week. Yep. Who makes a return trip to uh, be the offensive coordinator. And he did, of course, most recently come from. Um, Alabama, where he did work with Mac Jones for a year. Jimmy, what are your thoughts on O'Brien coming to the Pats? Not really surprised. Um, this is what I've heard for the last two months, two, three months, that he's coming here. Um, we got to the point where even though they had interviews coming in, and I thought that people could possibly take the take the position, uh, it got kind of to the point where it was like point of no return from what I heard for the deal. So I'm not really surprised. He can't do worse. But let's not forget, he wasn't his his offense when he was with Houston at the end was not really great. Actually, the whole time he was in Houston, even come back here, it was not a really great offense. It was a bottom third offense every single year. Now he's an upgrade over Patricia. Hell yeah. I mean, I could be an upgrade over Patricia because I play Madden. Um, but it doesn't mean that he's gonna be revolutionary. Let's put it that way. Why was this such a slam dunk, and why should it be such an upgrade other than the Patricia factor? It's not. It's not an upgrade besides just the Patricia factor. It's not. It's, I don't. Think... It's just an OC. <laughs> right. It's just. I mean, it's just. It's now. It's just an offensive quarter. There's nothing special about Billy O'Brien, in your opinion. Yeah, I, no, I mean, he he's a he's a watered down um, Josh McDaniels, and Matt, Josh McDaniels already is a watered down offensive coordinator. So it's just it's not anything that's really gonna blow. I'm not looking. I'm not seeing like, you know, next year us doing like uh, RPOs and stuff like that. It's, it's gonna be the same Patriots office we saw. It's just gonna be a little more functional because Mac Jones wants to play for him. And that, that was my biggest thing with Jones is shut up and play football. We know we know how bad the coaches are in this team. You acting like a child and a toddler on the sidelines does not help prove that you're the guy too. Because he was just as bad as uh, as Matt Patricia, in my opinion. Wow, Jimmy. Am I wrong? Yeah. Justin, rebuttal. What do you mean I'm wrong? <laughs> I mean, first I... of all, you, no, no, no. Please, go, please, go yeah. please, after you. No, first of all, I, I severely dis- disagree with that take, uh, Jimmy. First of all, it was it was not the Patriots' offense. They 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 dumbed the they dumbed the offense down so much because their coaches had no clue. Like you know, if they were looking at football. What they're looking at, like, I don't know, like a bunch of like tumbleweeds on, on, on the field, right? They had no idea. So 
they had to dumb down the offense so much, right? So much that teams literally could just call out what they were doing, right? Could just call out what they were doing on the field. And granted, like, 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 I, I do agree, Jimmy. I, I do think Josh McDaniels is, is kind of overrated. I, I do. I, I will absolutely agree with you with that one. Um, and I think that the offense, the style of offense that he wants to run, um, is 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 good as long as you have the suitable quarterback, right? Like, and so I think Mac Jones is the type of quarterback, the heady kind of like you know, like like change the plays at the line of scrimmage type of guy, call up the mic, whatever, that fits that offense well. But obviously, like Derek Carr doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, so hence why that offense took took a huge down toll. But I think Bill O'Brien, what he'll do is he'll bring the Patriots' offense more back, like like back to that style, and maybe incorporate some simplistic plays, yes, but bring it more back to that kind of like Josh McDaniels, that whole Patriots offense type of style. And I think that's a positive thing because I think that's an offense that Mac Jones will exceed in, an offense in which he like you know like deciphers the defense at the line of scrimmage, like I mean maybe makes an audible change the play. Uh, before the snap, so on and so forth. And I think that's the offense that Mac Jones will excel in. Um, I will agree, though, that, like, I felt for Mac Jones this year. I really did. Like, that poor kid. I mean, I would, like, like literally probably put a bullet in my mouth just if I had to deal with what he had to deal with. But at some point, it's like, dude, you, you got to calm yourself. You're the leader of this offense. You got to chill out. We all know it sucks. But you bitching and moaning and, like, you know, putting on this whole act. Like, we get it. Like, enough is enough, right? And you haven't done anything, so you're looking like a spoiled brat. So I do agree with that, but with that being said, I think with Bill O'Brien, things will revert. Maybe some new incorporations, but I think that's an offense that Mac Jones will excel in, and I'm very excited to see a year three jump with Mac Jones. Uh, Yeah, it sounded like... I agree with you, Justin, in the fact that he... um it got a little in Jimmy too, that it got a little much with the wine. And uh, it didn't sound to me like his coaches were very supportive and it definitely didn't carry over well with the team. Did either of you guys or any of you guys, excuse me, watch the, uh, read the story in the Boston Herald by Karen Garigian and Alan, uh, Andrew Callahan. Not yet. No, it's been all over. I don't, I don't have access to the, uh, the globe down here. So I was pretty sure I was not gonna be able to read it. Yeah, Harold. Um, Harold, so, excuse me. She used to be the Globe, though, right? Yes, I believe okay. so. Uh, I, I read it off of Twitter. I, it, you might be able to find it if you uh, go on her page. It was pretty pretty interesting what I got into it. There was one player who was, uh, you know, there was said some not-so-good things about Joe Judge, but one player, um, or one source, I should say, said something to the extent of how he would just start talking over people and super loud for no reason. What did Tyler go? He said he's switching devices. Sorry, Tyler, I missed that. Sorry, Tyler, I missed that. <coughs> no worries, no worries. Um, there was another source that said something about, I love Coach Belichick, but he effed us. Yes, he did. And, and one of those, and I, I agree. And um, he did. He, he did. He totally, like, that was, for, for being such a, Pay, uh, like football guru, dude, you probably were the dumbest coach this, that this past offseason. Absolutely. Who do you think said that? Who do I think said that? I have no idea. Uh, who's been on the team I, the I, longest? 
I think I think it's one or two people. I think it's either Devin McCourty or Matthew Slater. Yep. That's that, that's the first two people I would think of as well. The two who've been on the team the longest. Yep. They're the ones um, who are gonna have the most love for Bill. Real quick, back for I I just wanted to say this to Justin. Okay. You thought that Josh McDaniels did a significantly better job than um Matt Patricia? <laughs> Wait, Josh McDaniels? <laughs> Tyler, welcome back to the party. I, I, I was not ready for that. All right. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Oh, God. All right, Tyler, thank you for switching your avatar to you giving us the bird out of nowhere. <laughs> I was right. All right. So, so Justin, you think, that, you think that Josh McDaniels was significantly – right. Oh, he oh, ran away. He <laughs> ran away. All right. So the reason why I bring this up – is because oh, well, I mean, <laughs> is it is it safe to say that McDaniel's was better with uh, Mac Jones than yes, I, don't, Mac. I, I don't think he was that much better. And the numbers, okay. the yards per game, literally, uh, with last year McDaniel's, he was averaging uh, 353.4 yards per game with Patricia, who we can absolutely say is a dumpster fire. Oh, I'm yeah. saying McDaniel's is also not a very good offensive coach. I don't think he is. I think he's very vanilla, and people know. I'm not a huge fan of him. He with, with Patricia, they were averaging 314 yards, so it's really only a difference of what 35 yards a game. That's ins- that's that's nothing. That's that's three percent. So, down. yeah, but what was the screen pass average? Knowledge. What this year last? I mean, I, I, both. It's not, like, it's not like he's throwing the ball yeah. down the field. No, I know. Um, yo, yo, so, so sorry, uh, guys. Justin, Dave, um, um, Tyler, with my... you blew me away, dude. I just want to say that. You blew me away. That my computer That's literally funny. had to be boot. <laughs> Outstanding. That's fantastic. So, with my football knowledge, so Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien, they played together, right? Or were they, coached they, for like. Well, yeah. well that's, the thing, that's the thing. They're on the same that's team. That's the thing, Tyler. Yeah. Well, 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 Dave, you, you said this earlier, too, and I don't think this happened. I don't think Mac Jones ever played with Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien came to Alabama the year oh, that Bryce, Mac Jones Bryce, was drafted and went to. Um, You're right. Yeah, well, went to the NFL. So they never actually worked together. Oh, so he just kind of taught him the offense by. If, like, if it, yeah, if anything, okay. Mac Jones told Bill O'Brien how the Alabama offense was usually run. Okay. No, it was Bryce Young's first year. I forgot that was still up. But Tyler, please. So that actually looks like a good idea to have like someone with that Mac Jones played with that he clearly or feels comfortable with offensive coordinator. Yeah, more comfortable with. It's a good move. Other My, than uh, other than it being a good pitches. move for Mac, what 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 makes it such a good move for the team, Tyler? In your opinion, Is Mac it... Jones probably play better. I think the offensive coordinator will put more faith in him. I think he'll he'll be a better quarterback. He has, I think Mac Jones has good leadership. He's shown it on the field. He gets mad like Brady. So, uh, this one's this one's for any of you, but uh, and I've I'm stealing this from I think uh, Felger and Maz. But do you think that having um, O'Brien behind Belichick will kind of light a fire under Belichick's ass, or you just think it's just gonna make yeah. it easier for Belichick to run day to day operations because he doesn't have to babysit? Um, two idiots. I really don't think Belichick is babysitting these guys. No, I no, I don't think he's just. 
I think if Belichick was babysitting him, this would actually it would have looked halfway competent. Personally, I don't know. Um, I again, I don't think it's that much of an upgrade. Yeah, I just showed you guys the numbers when it was Mc, when it was McDaniel's compared to mm-hmm. um, to uh, Patricia, and there's not much of an up, uh, not much of a decline in the offense per game. Wait, 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 wait! Can we, can we, can we, please, Jimmy? Can you go over these bullshit stats that you're about to throw at that you already threw at us? But can you, can you throw them at me? Yeah. Because so, like, like on the McDaniel's, they, they were a top six, seven offense in the league last year. No, and they were. Offense they, they, they were not. They were uh, ranked 23 of 32 with McDaniel's, um, and they were 26th uh, this year. Wait, wait, wait! Last, last year? year, last year I thought they were like last 11th. Year. Last no. year did no, no, no. They were higher than that. Last year they were like 10th. I mean, what between six and ten, ranked offense in, they were, they were in that range. In two, and oh, you're like, sorry. Like, you're right. I was one, two, three. And, and they were, and they were, and they were what this year? I'm pretty sure. Like, what did you just say? Twenty six. Twenty six. Look up, look up the stats too, Jimmy, in the red zone. Just check out the stats in the red zone. The red, the red zone, uh, red zone offense is completely different. I'm not talking about the red zone offense. They didn't move the ball. Right, it, 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 it's 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 incredibly important part of any single offense, and well, so you can't not dismiss that stat. And they were like what dead last or one of the last two teams in red zone offense this year, like awful, awful. And you uh, keep, you don't win Super I'm, Bowls, you don't I'm, get anywhere with that. Like I'm sorry, there's a distinct difference. Like you got that. So you brought back virtually the same exact roster as last year, with the exception of what Devontae Parker and maybe Cole Strange. You brought back the exact same offense, and with a rookie first-year quarterback, you went as far as you did last year. And this year, you like, uh, quite frankly, if they had won Arizona or 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 the Las Vegas game, they would have made the playoffs, right? And they still would have made the playoffs this year with a. Like like a clueless defensive coordinator in the in the bottom tier offense, like I think that speaks a lot to Mac Jones, and I think that also just shows you that like Josh McDaniels was like head over heels better. There's no way you can say that. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not better. I just don't think he's that much better. Again, the total yards with McDaniel with McDaniel's were was um 353 yards per game with Patricia, who we can all we can all say that he was not a very good um uh, coach. Was three fourteen a game, which is which what was is what, what was the 31? points per game last year, Jimmy? Offense points, point, offensive points per game. Points per oh god, uh, I, give me a second to find that. I'm on because it was eighteen also eighteen point one this year. It doesn't sound very great to me. No eighteen point, and I think last year, Dave, like to to that exact point, I think they were twenty something. I'm pretty sure they were twenty something. And also, I'm sorry, but yards is such a stupid stupid unreliable stat to look at because like you know, like you could throw for like 600 yards and still lose a game so what does it fucking matter right you know i mean tom, like, like, tom brady it, it, in the super bowl like 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 yeah like tom brady what, what his last game of the season what, uh, uh, and and he did they just play who and they no, just got that. smoked by, they got smoked by and like he got like what 300 something odd yards but he sucked he sucked in that game there would be no one who said he was great, and even though his stats said it, say like he threw for like three hundred something hundred yards, so that's such a like a bad stat to go off of. So I'm trying to find the points per game. I am listening. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what they were, but I mean, the eyeball test said it was definitely better than eighteen point one. 
right. So, so uh, this year they averaged uh, 20, 21.4 yard, uh, 21.4 points per game. Last year, it, I guess now two years ago, technically, uh, in 2021, they averaged 26.6. So, what, another five and a half points? Same in a touchdown. It's two field goals. Not yeah, even. I mean, I guess we got we got to figure out the breakdown on how many defensive touchdowns did they really have last year? Uh, you know, because it's oh, offense. Oh, you said offensive, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, which well, into that in that point too, Dave. Which I think is a great point. Is also look at the points from last year to from this year. I guarantee you, most of those offensive points this year were done by Nick Falk and the three uh, and, and getting a field goal. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So like, uh, yeah. So it's like. He was gangbusters for three quarters of the season. Exactly, like they they relied on Nick Folk and Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, also, look at um, look and, at two, and I think uh, that's uh, where uh, most of your yards came from this year. It was from the running game, because it sure as hell wasn't the passing game. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so they they rushed for 106 yards this year. They passed for 314, with McDaniel's running his uh. Vanilla offense. They passed for playoffs. Don't need playoffs. Um, three, uh, three fifty-three. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, passing yards with McDaniel's was two twenty-six. Uh, rushing was one twenty-six. Sorry, I looked at the wrong stat last uh, this past year. Um, it was playoffs again. Stop sending me back to playoffs. Right <sighs> there. Um. They passed for 208 this year, and they rushed, they rushed for um, 106. So they pretty much um, – it was about tw- uh, about 10 yards off passing for, for Mac Jones and slash Bailey Zabby, and um, about 20 yards off on um, rushing per game. Okay. But well, also, too, you, you get, look at the t- touchdown, touchdowns as well. That, there's also a significant difference between last year and this year. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not debating that it looks better last year. I'm just saying that there's not that much of a fall off, and I would not expect um, things to, you know, turn around and look like Tom Brady's here because he's not coming back. And see, and here's and here's where how I'll answer you too, Jimmy. You say there's not much of a fall off, right? Okay, but there was a fall off. So my point being is that all right, there's not much of a fall off, apparently. Which I think there's a significant fall off, and you're in a year two like rookie QB, and he was in his rookie season. So year three, if he actually has an offensive corner, a legit offensive corner, what can he do, like beyond like this season and last season? Like you know what I mean? And and like last and this past season, they still, if you say so, came came in the ballpark near the, his first season. And that was with a shitty offensive coordinator. So what can this offense do with like an actual offensive coordinator? So I guess I'm just, I'm just saying, I think you, you underrate how bad Matt Patricia and Joe judge were as OCs, but side note, Dave, can I ask you And that report you read? Mm-hmm. Was there anything? Cause I heard from um, some people today too, that, um, cause uh, apparently from reports that we've probably all heard, um, there was a lot worse issues than what we saw. Like we saw Mac Jones flipping out, whatever. But apparently, yeah, apparently the issues he were a lot hated worse Joe Judge. He he. It well, sounded and, like and he I completely hated Matt Joe Judge. Joe Judge hated each other. 
Yeah, and then fucking uh, they kind of weaned him off. Uh, you saw him stop being shown on the sidelines at, towards the end of the year, I kind of felt. Um, but, yeah, it definitely sounded like there was bigger issues there. I'm, I'm wondering if, I mean, Patricia definitely sucked as an offensive coordinator or a play caller, whatever you want to call him. Um, but it sounded like in this article, it sounded to me like Judge was the bigger issue. Um I guess the one of the things that I wrote, remembered and wrote down was uh, coaches had to correct his talking points during drills. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. In my opinion, this whole season is a, absolutely Bill Belichick's fault. He's the one who put the coaches in that position, and he didn't make any moves when he absolutely should have made some moves as far as getting them the fuck out of there. Um but I'm I'm just kind of curious. I, I didn't get through the whole article. I have to go back to it. I was that's why I was wondering if you guys had read some of it too. Well, well, did you remember Dave? Because I heard there was like actually there was a huge feud between Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Like those two guys did not get along at all. They were, they were like oil and water. Oh boy, yeah. No, I didn't. Again, I didn't get that far into it, but I kind of went heard, over I've quick and then. As well. Yeah, uh, they suck this year. Not as bad as the Red Sox. The Red Sox still suck. <laughs> and will suck for a while. <laughs> um, Guys watched some football last weekend? Yeah, I did. I did, oh, yeah. I did watch the Bengals and Bills. Yeah, who? Absolute any, shit show. Jimmy, you and I kind of were touching base about the Cincinnati-Buffalo game. I wasn't necessarily surprised that Buff- Buffalo lost. I was just kind of surprised as to how much of a non-competitive game it seemed to be. Yeah, no, um, this proves the point that Josh Allen is actually not a top five uh, quarterback. He's When I say that Pat Mahomes has a lot of Peyton Manning in him, um, I stick with that because I think Peyton Manning um, had short fallings in the playoffs, but at least he would show up a little bit. Um, I look at Josh Allen, and I see Brett Favre. He plays too much hero ball. Can you and give that- me one second? I'm trying to wrap my head around Pat Mahone's Peyton Manning. Okay. Doesn't Peyton Manning hold the record for one and duns in the playoffs? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that he has a Peyton Manning tendencies. Like he um, throws a bad pick, and he doesn't always play up to the level we know he can play. Okay. That's my, my, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I mean, I can wrap my head around that at least. That just kind of confused me. I apologize. No, not, 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 the, not the one and done. That's, uh, that's, that, you know. Because when I think of Peyton Manning in the, in the playoffs, yes, I know he won, what, two Super Bowls? Two. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I think of him crying at the podium after losing to Tom Brady and the Patriots. But he definitely has lost many. I I do remember him losing the most one uh, first round exits. Yeah, if you're going to do the one and done argument, who's the paint manning there is Aaron Rodgers, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, he's up there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, At least Peyton had two. Yes. (laughs) And he didn't beat a. uh, Rodgers won Super Bowl. He be a dumbass head coach and Mike Tomlin, who I think is an awful head coach as well. Um, Omar Epps. Yeah, yeah, I think he's awful. I think he's. I think he, you know, he, he has very good wide receiver core. And he has an all-pro defense, and he benefits off that. 
this whole thing. You know, Tomlin, he has been over 500 all every single year he's been in the league. It's just it gets real tiresome to listen to. It's just he's not a good head coach. He's proven it over and over again by losing, not knowing the clock and stuff like that. Now, mind you, there's a lot worse head coach out there. You know, uh, Todd Bowles somehow still has a job in uh, Tampa Bay. I don't understand that shit. Uh, Salas for the Jets still has a job somehow. And he, did you hear his comments today? No, I or, missed them. Oh, my God. If I'm a Jets fan, I'm losing my freaking mind. So they brought in uh, Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator. Um, and if you don't know who Nathaniel Hackett is, he's the uh, coach. Denver coach who just got Denver fired. Um, and he said, quote, um, that Nathaniel Hackett is a wonderful um, – is a, no, he's a – what did he say? He was a stellar um, offensive mind. He gets the running game goes uh, going everywhere he goes. He's never had a quarterback not perform where he goes. And I'm like – did anyone watch the Broncos this year for the first three quarters of the year? Where, oh, they were terrible. Where, where Russell Wilson couldn't throw a freaking ball? I don't think he could throw a ball at the end for the last quarter either. No, really? exactly. I mean, I I said this when he got traded. I said, this is a bad trade. My buddy, he's a big uh, Broncos fan. He goes, no, we got we got Russ Wilson. I'm like, I'm telling you, man, Russell Wilson's not the same player you saw in um, Seattle. Yeah, he, he's been on decline. I agree with that. Uh, anybody surprised about Kansas City beating Jacksonville? And no. thought, and thoughts on Mahomes' injury going forward? It'll be interesting. Um, with the the injury, uh, you know, I saw his press conference today. He wasn't limping when he walked off the podium. Now, mind you, I don't know what they shot him up with before the podium, so he didn't limp. He had a boot but, yesterday, right? Yeah, but no boot today, no limping. So I don't know. I I I, I think uh, I think with a healthy Mahomes. Kansas City still wins this game. They have their number, even in, in even in Arrowhead, they seem to have the number. I really hope that they wear those uh, white on white jerseys where they killed uh, Tua. Those uh, <laughs> are freaking nice, man. The fresh jerseys. I hope they wear them. Um, they would they would have shut out Buffalo if they wore those jerseys in the snow because you you couldn't see them, and they would be they'd be intercepting every single ball that Allen would throw because Allen would be oh Diggs is wide open. Nope, he's covered. <laughs> um, so I, I, I won with those jerseys. Those things are, are sick. Um, yeah, I, I think that the um, Bengals win by at least ten. Maybe, maybe, maybe a touchdown late for Kansas City that you know gets it closer. But I definitely think that uh, Cincinnati covers the two and a half point spread. Which, if you are a gambler uh, and listen to this podcast, do not go out and take uh, Cincinnati minus two and a half. You missed the number. It opened at plus two and a half. I got a great number on it, but I bet it Sunday night. With the news about Mahomes, it it dropped, it flipped. So now Kansas City's not favored. Don't go out and take. Don't do not go out and take. Um, uh, Cincinnati, you you miss the number. It happens. You miss the number sometimes. Just don't, just don't do it. Don't chase the number. So making that making that bet now on. Uh... It's too late. You missed it. And you got Cincinnati. Oh. You said. Yeah. So I have Cincinnati as an underdog. They're now favored by two and a half points. Okay. Oh, nice. I was gonna so, say that was gonna be my next thing is how is the line moved throughout the week? So um the I got it up right here. Oh, no, sorry, that's the uh, Pats and props. Give me a second. Where are the lines? Game lines. Um so so it's now uh, so when we started the show it was two and a half for Cincinnati. It's now minus one for um the Chiefs. So I don't know if some some news about Mahomes must have dropped since we've been recording. Um, I'm not quite sure about that. 
it could be the press conference I was telling you about. Um, trying to pull that up real quick while I'm doing both. Um, and the Eagles Niners um line has pretty much stayed the same. It's been Eagles favored by two and a half. I like the 49ers in this game. I think they're going to go out and win. I don't, don't trust Brock Purdy. I've said that since uh, since he came in, came in and starting, and people are like, oh, my God, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. Brock. I mean, he's not that good. Uh, against the Seahawks, he had the he had the most um, uh, turnover-worthy balls at nine in NFL history, and he didn't turn them over. And he didn't play great against uh, Denver either, just they don't have a, a kicking game, so they literally have to um, – they literally have to run. Uh, they they have to go out for fourth down every single time. Um, I I'm not seeing anything here about Pat Mahomes. Sorry, I am looking about this right now. I'm not seeing that he is actually playing. I mean, he's gonna play, obviously. Right. I just I don't see anything updated about his injury. I'm just saying, uh, might not be what he's capable of doing Sundays. What I'm seeing, like, I, so I don't know why it switched. I think a lot of people have hopped on Kansas City when they saw him walk off into a boot. So that's what I'm assuming. Okay. I'd be worried about taking Kansas City. I mean, if you want to take the Bengals, this would be the time to take it. Plus one, this is on DraftKings right now. This would be the time to take them until switch until flips again. Because if he wears a boot tomorrow, it's gonna they're gonna go back to being favored. So you gotta pick your spots here. Right. Um, the biggest the biggest story here though is of course the NFL fucked this up again. No. They, I know they could have had this freaking great have. The 49ers Eagles play primetime on Saturday, and then the Bengals Chiefs play Sunday. Or have one play Sunday, one play Monday. You know, why play? Why are the Eagles Niners at three o'clock? That should be the primetime game, anyways. Well, two that's better... that's just how they've done it for years: is having right. the two the, games on the same day because no, it gives them equal equal time from the last round to this round. They have a whole bye week. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they have a whole week off. Like, I get it. If you're playing the next week, you don't want to give one team a day, a day, a day advantage. You have a whole week off. I mean, I guess you get the. That's why I would. That's why I would do. Um. Sunday. No, uh, so Jimmy. Do do do. Do I think I would do Jimmy? Yeah. Is do a. Um, but they would never do this. And again, I think it probably goes back to Dave. Your 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 um, thoughts on like you know giving teams equal times, right? Mm-hmm. But would be to do a Thursday night and Sunday night game. That's, right, yeah. those are the both the prime time nights for football, especially during the regular season. Like, right. do I mean have them both? You know that 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 would be pretty. That would be super. That'd be super cool. It would be cool, but then then the team's really getting fucked because you're you're playing on Thursday, so you're playing on a short. Well, short exactly. No, that's, it's exactly. That's why I'm saying I Sunday Monday. Sunday Monday. There's no there's no reason not to do th- Sunday Monday. Get them both prime time. Fair enough. Fair enough. And who who did you say you got in the San Fran Philly game? Uh, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Um, I I I lean San Francisco. I think they're gonna win the whole thing this year. I really do. But I would be hesitant betting Brock Purdy. I did not bet San Francisco. I have a ticket from preseason with San Francisco win the Super Bowl, and that was with Trey Lance slash Jimmy Garoppolo, not Brock Purdy. I would not have bet it once Brock Purdy started. I'm sorry. Would not. Um, <laughs> in saying that, I did put a bet on this game. It is. Uh, I took 
Philly money line to win the game at pretty much the same odds as it is right now. Uh, minus one forty, minus one forty five now. And the only reason why I took that is to get my money back if Philly wins. I'm not saying Philly's going to win this game. I do not think Philly's going to win this game. Jalen Hurts has proven in college he can't play in big games. In a close big game against the best defense, I do not like. I do not like Jalen Hurts in this game, especially coming off an injury. Or he's looked healthy, but he hasn't really faced uh, pass rush like Nick Bosa and um, I'm a, uh, Nick Bernard. What the hell's his name? Anyways, like th- this, this, uh, this defense for the um, 49ers is legit. It's the best defense in the league. I don't think they're gonna be able to put up 30 points in this game. So can you stop McCaffrey? Fletcher Cox isn't young like he used to. I don't know if they're going to be able to stop uh, Debo Samuel, Ayuk, Jennings, all these guys. Kittle, they don't really have an answer for Kittle. I, I, don't, I don't see a way. So I, my picks going uh, into the Super Bowl Sunday is uh, it's uh, can, uh, Cincinnati and um, San Francisco. I could, I could see going 0-2. I could. This, these are going to be really tight games. I, I think they come down to the fourth quarter in both of them. Now, if Mahomes gets knocked out in the first quarter, I think it's over, obviously, because it's, you know, Chad Henney, who I didn't know was still in the league either, but yeah. Well, he did have that nice touchdown drive, 92 yards or 98 yards, something oh, like I'm that. Oh, I'm not saying he's not he's not able to do it. He just, he's the fall-off between, if if Chad Henney takes over that game completely, like, and Mahomes I does know. not, I don't, I mean, honestly, the way the Bills look, they probably would have, um, they probably would have still lost that game. But it's it's not um, it's not Josh Allen. It's Joe Burrow, which I think honestly, this is why it's hard for me to root for Kansas City or excuse me, Cincinnati, is because every the last two years when Joe Burrow's made this run, listening to people talk about Joe Burrow has been the most annoying thing. It feels like listen to, <laughs> listen to a bunch of Bruins fans, and so the two teams I think are going to win is Joe Burrow or uh, the Bengals and. The 49ers, and I'm gonna have to listen to Purdy talk, and I'm gonna have to listen to Burrow talk for two weeks. How good, how revolutionary um, Burrow's is, even though he's never freaking won anything. He hasn't even won an MVP. He's not won anything. Do you um, win he, uh, college level at all? Yeah, yeah, he won. He won national championship. Oh, that's something he's, though. Yeah, but he was a red massive shirt. rebuttal to Jimmy. What's that? After this, sorry, Jimmy, continue. I have a massive rebuttal to both your picks. Okay, well, I, I know, I, I, just I know it's where you lean on the I can't see the game. I know that. Trust me, I know. Um, and I would not be want, I would not want to be you this week because I think there's a very good chance I uh, can't see this game. Um, but uh, and then Brock Purdy uh, has proven in college that he chokes the big games as well, along with Jalen Hurts. So I don't know. I, again, I'm not picking a side in this. If you want my play, I'm not picking a side in this. My my play is uh, Cincinnati. I got it at two and a half. Um, I don't like it at one, so you missed the number. So I don't really have a play for you guys in this game. But um, those those are my those are my those are my football takes for the playoff week. Go ahead, Justin. What do you got for me? <laughs> no, 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 Jimmy, I love it. But like, I think as far as the Kansas City uh, Bengals game, I think I think quite frankly the Bengals are the favorite to win it all. Um, I think Joe Burrow has absolute stones. And I think, first of all, the Jacksonville defensive coordinator and Bill's defensive coordinator should both be fired, like, after the season. Because Jacksonville, for whatever reason, just didn't account for Travis Kelsey, like, the best player outside, like, Patrick Mahomes on the offense. 
and Patrick Mahomes was out, and their backup, I don't even know what his name is, but like yeah. he, it, yeah, yeah, he and Kelsey, like, like, like they connected, and they were still able to like, like pull ahead in that game, right? So Jacksonville's defense just totally, well, their coordinator blew the pooch on that one, first of all. Second of all, like, as far as the Bengals go, right, they pretty much draped Stefan Diggs, like, in an umbrella. And, like, they were just basically like, oh, uh, yeah, Josh Allen, just, just you know, do do whatever. And, um, you know, he, and, and they couldn't. So I think the Bengals versus Kansas City, they will, like, have, first of all, have a better plan, and they'll actually cover Kelsey. And the other issue with Kansas City is that, they don't have much else other than Kelsey at wide receiver. And the only reason why they've probably made it this far is because of Patrick Mahomes. However, Patrick Mahomes has a high ankle sprain, which as we all know, is like, it's, it's a pretty difficult injury, particularly for a mobile quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. So I think if the Bengals seal off Kelsey, you're going to force Mahomes to have to make those plays and he can't really because he's injured. So, and, and Kansas City's defense, as we all know, sucks and blows like it, it like like they put no run. efforts or assets like into kansas city's defense right and so just, i think it's the run though justin just against the run well no 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 exactly jimmy no no great point and so i think kansas uh, i think uh the Bengals will especially with patrick mahomes hurt will have their way against kansas city so i think they're winning um in regards to the 49ers eagles the 49ers <laughs> barely won that game okay they almost lost to Dak Prescott and his lone offense of C.D. Lamb. And quite frankly, they lost that game because of Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. Yeah, I missed Dak it. What Prescott... was that final play that people were talking about? Oh, my God. That la- oh, you didn't see, you didn't didn't see, see the final dude, play. It was, the dumbest, it was the dumbest, dumbest, it's, dumbest this, thing. It was like the most Mike McCarthy. It's like, like, so, uh, Dave, explain it way better. So Dave, explain you, it, please. Dave, do you remember? You remember the um the the Colts Pats game where they lined up with the punter, but he went under center. It was just one guy. Yes, and everybody okay. else was off to the right. Yes. Okay. So instead of it being you know a you know just a fourth down play at midfield, just imagine a playoff game, and you have all your offensive linemen still on the field, but they're just lined up as receivers all on one side, and your center is Zeke Elliott. And there's two guys lined up over Ezekiel Elliott. Like two guys are going to be rushing Dak Prescott and you need to throw the ball 80 yards in the air. And they decided that was a play they're going to Oh no. They lined up first, they called timeout. I'm like, okay, they tried to sna- they tried to do a weird play, snap him offside. Nope, they lined up again, they stopped the ball and he was sacked within about 2 seconds. It was oh my like- God, <laughs> it was dude, 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 and, and, and wait, 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 hold that thing with um Don Charles, like all he had to do was like what what did he have did he not have so, to step out of bounds, or did he have to yeah, step out he, of bounds? I, I mean, so, all right. Uh, the, the, the clock management thing for the Cowboys the last two years has been insane. They did not know the rules. Uh, last year when it came to the clock, Dak did not know the rules. Um, and then this year, um, I learned this actually this year playing uh, Madden. I was watching like a Madden trick shot thing. And someone was trying to see if you ran out of bounds backwards, does the clock stop? And it does not Madden. The rules say you have to be doing forward progress out of bounds for the clock to stop. Run backwards out of bounds, the clock does not stop. So Dalton Schultz, the tight end for the Cowboys, did not battle up the field. He just ran out of bounds. He got pushed backwards and he ran out of bounds running backwards. And they the clock did not stop. Wow. And then the yes. next play. So then yes. they, they, they no timeouts left. They no timeouts left. 
So they're on their own 24-yard line. So he does that. The clock's running. They're trying to hurry, 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 hurry. So they're playing, like, prevent defense. So Dak throws about a 15-yard pass the next play. Throws a 15-yard pass to Dalton Schultz. He was so lax a day. He only got one foot in bounds. He just jogged out of bounds. He, put, he didn't drag his feet to get in bounds. So, you know, it was okay. Well, at least he have the 40-yard yes. line to throw it in the end zone. At least he can make it from here. Nope, he didn't get in bounds. So back-to-back plays, Dalton Schultz screwed up. So, yeah, is it on Dak? Yes. Those two picks, one of them in the in the red zone was insane. Um, I saw that. And basically, the only touchdown they did score was on a uh, a muffed punt, or a, I guess a, it wasn't really a muffed punt. It was a shit. You can't drop it again. Um, <laughs> it was um not a muffed punt because he caught it fine, and then he um and then he like ran you know five yards and he got you know punched out, so it was a fumble technically. Um, and they scored a touchdown on that one, but they missed the extra point. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was the only touchdown of the game, really, was that. So, Justin, real quick, though, with what you said about Jacksonville, you think that it was um, the defensive coordinator that screwed up? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I disagree. Um, when you're playing a team that's one-dimensional, like Kansas City, because they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, so you can literally take away one person, and you can basically make Juju Smith-Schuster, who's not the same player anymore. No. Um, but, but 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 they're not one dimensional though because they have Patrick Mahomes. But no, but they, they are one dimensional because they have uh they have Travis Kelsey is their only offensive threat because Mahomes Mahomes can't throw the ball to himself. But, but, he can run a little no, bit. No, he, he can't throw it to himself, but but he's so athletic and so gifted that he can make plays out of like literally dog shit. Yes, and so like, and, and granted, like not not any like any other quarterback put in his position like wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do anything. Like, no, absolutely so for sure, the, Jimmy. The but because it's Patrick Mahomes, he, he is, like, right. you know, and, and you're taking him out with that injury. So the, the biggest the biggest uh, thing that I took away from that game is that Trevor Lawrence still is an awful quarterback. Um, that interception he threw late in the la- in the second to last drive was, or on the last drive was freaking insane. You're down nine points, you're in field goal range, you throw an interception. The next drive, or no, sorry, that was that was the last drive. They threw the interception. Um, the drive before that, they fumbled the ball inside the five-yard line. They fumbled the ball. So um, uh, that was ETN. So their two young offensive st- uh, stars both choked in the final four minutes of the game. That's more the takeaway there because they could have won that game easily. Yeah. yeah. Mahomes on one leg. Well, no, no, but, but, but again, that's the point. It's, it's still young. They're still developing. And also, like, at Travis Etienne, that wasn't Trevor Lawrence's fault. And Trevor Lawrence, who, like, sucked last year, who everyone was just like, wow, like, this guy sucks. Like, like, like now, uh, well, uh, quite frankly, Jimmy, he got a real coach, and guess what? He made the second no, round of playoffs, which is more th- than, like, can be said for a lot of rookie quarterbacks. You think that – With the exception of, like, guys like Joe Burrow. You think that Doug – Peterson- even went there. You think Doug Peterson a, is a real coach? Absolutely. I, I are you kidding me? With, dude, look at Jacksonville. Like, look at what they were. Like, like literally, he took – like, that team is, like, the bum franchise of the league, and he somehow made them – like a second year like playoff team with a with the second year rookie quarterback, all these young mm-hmm. players, all this other stuff. You could make it. I mean, they they didn't make the playoffs this year. Yes, the the comeback was I think more the Chargers choking away that comebacks more Absolutely. the Chargers choking it away than actual Jacksonville taking the game. Now, mind you, you have to do both. Like people can say the same thing about the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh no, it was a comeback. Was the cho- it's a little bit of both. You have to let the plays to come back, but you also have to let the team let you back in the game as well. Um. But they, they got in the playoffs by beating Josh Dobbs, a third-string quarterback who was on the practice squad at the beginning of the year. That's who they beat to get in there with Tennessee. 
Yes, they have Derrick Henry, but it's Josh Dobbs. Again, that's my thing with if you take away Patrick Mahomes, if you take and, away and who's Travis, Tennessee's actual quarterback? Ryan Tannehill. Right. He's not great. A nobody. He's, but he's Ryan Tannehill is, is a he sucks. Right Tannehill so sucks, dude. He's better, than, he's better than Josh so Dobbs. Bad. So overrated. He is so he bad. He is overrated, but he's better than Josh Dobbs. That that's fair, but I mean, still, it, it's not. He's not a real quarterback. I mean, he made the AFC Championship game last year, or two years ago. Yeah, so, so so yeah. Well, hey, Brock Purdy made it to the NFC Championship, but would you sit here and tell me that he's a real quarterback? You've told me personally, Jimmy, that Brock Purdy sucks and he's like he blows. So, but he still he has, he, has, so he, has, he hasn't proven that he sucks and blows. I've seen him in college. I mean, he did, but he did. He does suck and blow. It's a team around him. <laughs> it's a team fucking around him. And, and back to my point is is that like the Eagles have an actual offense, unlike the Cowboys, and they they have a better team, I think, than the Cowboys. I, I think, think because they have Brock Purdy as a quarterback, that they're they're gonna they're, they're gonna suck. Like, and they're not gonna win this game. And so so the, I think so Bengals Eagles Bengals will take it all. Their offense is better. I don't, I don't think it's that much better um, than the. I think the Eagles. I think they're team. So their their offense is better. I don't think it's that much better. Um, I think you're giving again Jalen Hurts. I saw him in college. He's not the same quarterback that he is in the regular season in the playoffs. He's. I mean, I know they just smoked not. the Giants. He's I get that, it, it's the Giants, uh, but they just. Smoke the Giants, no the problem. Giants, man. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. Those picks that Daniel Jones was throwing looked like he was when Joe Judge was the coach. There, he looks awful. It's Daniel Jones. I'm not putting a lot of credit in that win. I'm sorry. Um, and, and, and who, who, who did San Fran just beat? Did, did they? Did they beat? Uh, did they beat the Seahawks and Geno Smith? So what can we say about them? Geno Smith, like it's Geno Smith, it's Geno Smith and the not, Seahawks. So who gives a shit about the 49ers then? I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not putting any uh Jimmy you are going around in a circle bro. No, I'm not I'm not putting any uh you know, you know, the Cowboys the Cowboys the Cowboys had the had one of the best defenses in in the league this year and he and he, and they beat that team. I'm sorry. I, I the Cowboys is a more legitimate win than the uh Giants. <laughs> it is. I know. Well, well like, like I, w- I would say that the, the the Cowboys is maybe more legitimate than the Seahawks. I it's guess in the, in the more legitimate than the the Giants yeah, as well. But like, I, I mean, I'm just saying that the 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 Eagles, like, I don't know, their win over the Giants was like statement. I don't know. And again, I won't go also, head over heels over over the Giants. Also, but when you're, I'm when also you're, not saying that the San Fran. I don't think San Fran has any notable wins themselves. I really don't. Outside I mean, of, the, I mean, the Cowboys, legitimate win. It's a legitimate win. Yeah, it's 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 a fine. It's a they. Yeah, it's a mad win. Again, <laughs> if, if it wasn't for the Cowboys' stupidity, they probably would have lost that game because, the, like Brock Purdy, he's not a good quarterback. So what I wanted to happen, because I had I had no money on the game, I was watching as a fan. I wanted this to happen just because I'm I'm a you know a freaking piece of shit fan. I wanted them to go down and tie the game or get the touchdown. So it would have made it um, 20, uh, 25, 26 and had and have the kicker missed the extra point to lose the game. That would have been so great. <laughs> um, no, um, no. So again, I, I think we're being a dead horse here. I, I don't, as I'm not betting the Eagles Niners game, I don't see a side. 
I only bet it because I have money on the Niners to win the whole thing, so I'm getting some of my money back potentially. Uh, I thought about doing it against the Cowboys too because I thought the Cowboys actually had a, ch- <laughs> I thought the Cowboys actually had a chance to, um, to actually beat the Niners, and they actually did. Um, it's a real. Um, What is, what is, uh, anyways, I, I think I'm beat a dead horse. Here. Sandpaper dildo. What the fuck is up with him? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's, who's, got the, who's got the bad take? Him or me? Because it's definitely him. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like he. Yeah, like Jeez. come on, man, stand by your takes. He he literally went on mute and walked yeah, away. He is, he's not living the reality right now. He's living in a <laughs> fantasy world. <laughs> oh, he's saying your oh, takes, shit. Oh, dude, you're insane. You're, 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 you know what, Justin? You might be wanting to go see a, uh, a, a licensed therapist here, because I, I don't know, man. That, that's uh, you, you, yeah, you, you live in the fantasy world. <laughs> are you trying, if you're trying to tell me that the Giants, led by Daniel Jones, is a better team than Dak Prescott, the Dak, the Dak Prescott led, um, Cowboys, who have more wins, by the way, um, and arguably have a better head coach, because I don't trust Brian Dayball. I'm sorry, I don't. He was. He oh, was, fuck that. Dude, dude man, McCarthy's <laughs> a fucking idiot. Dude, that guy is like, really, dude, he's like, he runs into a wall 24 hours a day thinking like it's an open door, right? Like, like freaking Brian Dayball made Daniel Jones look like an actual above average. Until the playoffs happened and Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones turned back into Daniel Jones. That's not Brian Dayball's fault. He can't help if his quarterback sucks, but he got the best out of him. And he got the best out of that team. Yeah, you. Are you kidding? Mike you McCarthy to, doesn't know. Mike guy's like, are, are we? This is volleyball, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, this is football. Oh, if oh, if, I have Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh, oh okay. So, oh, okay. So when when so when Aaron Rodgers losing the playoffs now, are we blaming Aaron Rodgers? Are we blaming um, Matt Matt Lafleur? Blaming Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the choker there. Are we blaming? Hey, wait, wait, are we blaming Dak Prescott for the loss? Aaron Rodgers is done because Aaron Rodgers is is quite frankly has all the tools to be great. And he chokes Daniel every Jones year. Ex- exactly because he's mentally fucking weak. But like Daniel Jones sucks, and they still made <laughs> to the playoffs with the Giants. <laughs> like and who were who sucked a year like like the year prior right under Joe Judge who again Bill Belichick thought like. Joe Judge is like the greatest human ever. Him and Matt Patricia, like he like gets on his knees every single night and sucks them off because yeah, he thinks they're so great. But like <laughs> they're not, they're not at all. And I don't know why he thought that. But Again. literally, like like Brian Dayball got the most out of a shitty quarterback, and and Rogers, who's a great quarterback, who should be able to like kind of overcome that coaching, much like Brady and Bruce Arians, because Bruce Arians sucked ass. But guess what? Brady still went there and he won a Super Bowl, right? So if your quarterback is a stud and he's like absolutely awesome, he can over- overcome the coaching. If he's not, then the coaching has to put- coach him up. That's just the way it is, right? And so I think Brian Dayball head over heels is better than Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy just sits there thinking about like when he's going to get his next Big Mac meal, right? Same thing with Matt Patricia. Like, so I'm, I'm pretty sure the two of them are coordinate. Like. Yo, you're going to uh, McDonald's to get a Big Mac? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac. You know what I mean? More than they are actually focused on football. I just, I don't see Brian Dayball as an actual 
good head coach. I think he's a very good offensive scheme. And he helped make Josh Allen. Yeah, again, a good offensive scheme guy. I don't see him as a head coach, though. It's, it's like Josh. No, I, I, I think like, this year's show that he's, he's a good head coach. He made a loser franchise, which is still kind of a loser franchise, into a team that went to the playoffs, which is more than could, than can be said about the New England Patriots, which has been a dynasty for the next one. For the past 20 years, and still has apparently the greatest coach in quotes of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's not in quotes. He literally is the greatest coach of all time. He's not the greatest coach of all time. Tom Brady was the greatest player of all time. Who is the made Bill Belichick look like he was a unicorn, and Bill Belichick isn't that great. He really isn't. He's yeah, a decent honestly, coach. Honestly, it's definitely starting to look like that. Yeah, he's a decent coach. He's fine. He's just he no, a dead series. Are you serious? Are you think <laughs> Bill Belichick is like a stud? What yeah. has he done without the GOAT? What has he done without the GOAT, Jimmy? Tell me what, what he has done. So he had Cam Newton, who I could throw a better ball than him. And he took that team and to what? They went 7-9 and nine and was one game out of the playoffs. Right? Right. Two, Cam game, Newton, two games under 500. Keep going. But with Cam Newton, with Cam Newton, couldn't throw a ball. He took that team to one game. To like, and why did game. why did they have Cam Newton on a million dollar deal? When they could have gotten like several other quarterbacks who were better than Cam Newton. Because they waited they to waited the, last the last minute. Michigan because there. Belichick does not <laughs> exactly right. Does not value think, offense. And I and I no, I still think they they wanted to get a quarterback in the draft, so they thought that getting a no, they do they they they, they did want to. Bill Belichick hates quarterbacks. He really, he, honestly, if he could run an, a team without a quarterback, he probably would. You might see him smile. <laughs> and then, so like, in, in the next year, he took a rookie quarterback um, with a legit defense, which is his defense. He was he was the coordinator that year. They started with um, his, his son, and his son's a freaking moron, and he took over that and turned around, and he went to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. And then this year, despite – again – Build the GM is different than build a coach. Agreed. Build the GM, build the GM oh, also, is the one who signed Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Build the coach. Jimmy, I'm also going to throw that pile of horseshit that you just handed us about the defense right back in your face because guess what? The defense is outstanding when they're playing shitty quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks. They're outstanding. Yeah, Justin, absolutely you outstanding. That's what I said. But guess what? They couldn't force the Bills to punt <laughs> last year. They you can't play not. both sides of the street, Justin. You can't play they, both sides of the street. Not. Yes. You, you blame you, – so hold on. So you blame, you blame uh, Belichick for having Stevens not show up, but you will not blame uh, Brian Dayball for Matt, for uh, Daniel Jones not showing up? You, you, so you're going to blame – so you're going to blame Daniel Jones for shitting his, uh, shitting his pants in the playoffs, but you will not blame – the Pats defense for not showing up against Josh Allen. You're going to blame Bill Belichick there? Dude, you can't play both sides of the streets. It's one or the other, man. No, 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 Jimmy. And, 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 and honestly, you have to rephrase that. First of all, I blame Bill Belichick, yes, for not getting the most out of his team and players and maximizing their talent and skill. But you don't I, blame Brian Dayball. I give credit to Brian Dayball to maximizing the, the talent and skill he has on his team. Except for Particularly the uh, well, well, again, like, 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 again, like, he, like, he's Daniel Jones is a, an average, if not below average, quarterback. Is anyone else? If anything, see what if I'm anything it's an accomplishment for for Dayball to have gotten them into the playoffs, right? Dave, and Bill like, Belichick, and Bill Belichick. First of all, dude, Bill Belichick, right, 
had the opportunity, plenty of opportunities to coach his guys up, to get the most out of them and make the playoffs. If Brian Dayball can make the playoffs, Jimmy, if Brian Dayball can make the playoffs with, with the New York Giants and get them to what, the second round? And Bill Belichick can't do that with his Patriots? What does that tell you? And I think the Patriots are more talented. That Brian Dayball had than, an offensive than, coordinator? Than, 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 than the New York Giants. What does that tell you? And exactly, Dave. Exactly. And whose fault is that? Bill Belichick. GM Bill. GM Bill, not Coach Bill. We're not talking about – I'm not saying that Bill Belichick is the best. No, I, I'm saying Coach Bill too because guess what? He was he was involved in the offense. It got to the point where he had to be involved with the offense and he had no idea what he was fucking doing. Uh, no and, idea. And he, and he <laughs> took too long. I will give you that for sure. Um, Do you see what I'm saying though? He, he's, bl- he's blaming Belichick on one side, but he's not giving – He's not blaming Dayball on the other side, which the same thing happened. One year, a, a whole defense didn't show up. He's he, and he's he's bl- and he's blaming McCarthy. In the same thing, same thing this year, he's blaming McCarthy. But when he when, but you're not blaming Dak Prescott when you're blaming. You, you can't play both sides of the street. You see the players. You're gonna blame the players for not showing up, and the coach should credit when it when it works. No, no, no. no. But Jimmy, I, I, I'm saying, Dak Prescott sucks, and Mike McCarthy sucks. Yes. Okay. So I'm saying they, they, they both suck. Believe okay. me, I, I, I'm totally I, agreeing. I agree they that. both I, suck. I, I just they, think they, <laughs> they both suck. Dak, Dak Prescott can't play in the postseason. And Mike McCarthy Not just so far. Did you see right? the tears yeah. forming in Jerry Jones's eyes as he was running out? Yeah, and he, he, can't, he canceled the radio interview too. Did he? Yeah, oh yeah, he was pissed. Was fucking, I would be too. It's fucking hilarious. Because everything everything that they said was going to happen – um. They didn't have they didn't have a other uh, another corner to help uh, cover the other side of the field with Ayuk uh, opposite Diggs. That didn't burn them. Um, they were they were missing the right tackle, so they were worried about uh, Nick Bosa. That wasn't a problem. They were worried about uh, stopping the run with uh, with uh, McCaffrey, but that really wasn't a problem because of that one drive. But it was you know you know that incredible catch by Kittle and the the pa- the holding call. Got him basically down there. The one thing that they knew they had confidence in was their offense with Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, and that thing just disappeared. So I'd be a little pissed too. The one thing that you had confidence in didn't show up. Damn. Tyler says it all. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, that's the best way to sum it up. (laughs) All right. On, (laughs) On that note, this has been the Boston Bee Party. Thank you very much, of course, to Jimmy Shea, Justin Ventola, and Tyler Scales. I am David Rodriguez. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting!